to another episode of Fragmatic. My name is Kate, and I have been putting this episode off for a very long time. And if you haven't noticed, I have not posted in a long time either. Um, I've talked about this many times over the last couple of months. Um, pretty much every single time I get back to the podcast, I say that I'm back. And I'm just like not really sure what I'm doing, not really sure how consistent I want to be with this, all that stuff. Um, life has been kind of crazy. I also just haven't made time for this, and I'm not sure why. Um, I've been wanting to talk about this subject for a while. I'm talking about my 15-year diversary, having diabetes for 15 years, for anyone who doesn't know what diversary means. Um, and... I don't know why I've been putting it off. I just, I just don't, I I guess I felt confused about how I felt about this and maybe that was part of it and then life just got busy, summer's always a busy time for everyone Um, and I just didn't really make a commitment to record the episode so it just hasn't happened. Um, My diversary actually was in July and it's October now. Um, so yeah, it's it's long overdue, but I'm finally going to talk about it and I'm going to just kind of go through how I've been feeling and what these past 15 years have meant to me, all the things I've learned. There's not really an exact format to this episode, but I am kind of just talking about all my thoughts and feelings on having diabetes for 15 years. So like I was saying before, I have felt a little bit confused on my feelings about this. I think that every time I have a diversary, I always feel a mix of emotions. Like there's some part of me that wants to celebrate it and be proud of myself for making it that amount of time with diabetes and recognize everything that I've been through. But at the same time, It also brings up a lot of feelings of like loneliness and fears that I have around diabetes and just a lot of complex emotions and also sadness. Um, So it can be hard. It just, it feels weird and diversaries are so unique, obviously, to diabetics and other people don't really get it as much. Um, and I think that's always been a hard thing for me. I've talked about it probably many, many times on this podcast, just talking about loneliness with diabetes. And I think that's just like an overwhelming feeling for me. So especially on my diversity, it's like I can involve other people in celebrating it with me, but it always does feel a little bit lonely and like I'm on my own and I'm the only one dealing with this and that kind of thing. So it can just be kind of hard. And I think that the whole the whole part of feeling confused about my feelings around diabetes has just come from the way that I grew up and have, being diagnosed when I was a child. I was 10 years old. Um, I don't know if I've ever talked about my, um, my story for being diagnosed. It's not really anything crazy, but just to give a recap, if you haven't heard it, basically... I was 10 years old and it was the summertime, so I obviously wasn't in school, but I started noticing some weird things happening to me, like 
I was very tired, fatigued, I wasn't feeling very well, I was super, super thirsty, going to the bathroom all the time. But, of course, I was only 10 years old, so I didn't really think anything weird of it. I kind of just thought, I don't know, I, I don't know what I thought about it. I didn't really think anything about it. And then I went on a camping trip with my family, and that's when some of like the adults in my life started to notice the symptoms. And then once I got back from that trip, that's when I got sent to Grand Rapids, because there's a children's um, hospital for diabetes endocrinology specifically um so i got sent down there and then that's when i was diagnosed and everything in my life changed as anyone who's been through that knows and i've talked about before how 10 is kind of a weird age to get diagnosed i think honestly all ages come with challenges struggles and they, they all kind of impact people in a different way 10 years old was very hard for me because that's kind of the age when you're like coming into your own and also a time when a lot of people feel insecure because that's when you're trying to fit in at school and figure out your friend group and just all these things like it's like the middle school age um so that age was very tough for me just like trying to navigate myself and who I am and then also having to cope with and try to understand this life-changing diagnosis where I didn't have any resources and anyone to help me understand how I was feeling about it, understand how to navigate it. I didn't know anyone who had diabetes who could really help me like understand those things and I don't think I even knew that that's what I needed at that time either. It was just really hard to navigate that and just not know and not really have any guidance and that's not any fault to anyone in my life because it was new to all of us like especially to my family like all of us were going through something with feeling that and being scared of the unknown and not knowing what's happening and all that kind of thing um on top of that my family didn't really ever talk about feelings growing up um not as a dig to them or anything but that's just we never talked about feelings as a family um and I, I think that for a lot of my life I didn't know how to navigate my feelings I didn't know what they meant and I was very very lucky in the sense that I had my family to help me and support me in managing my diabetes that was a huge huge part of it is just like it was amazing that I had my parents to help me with calculating carbs and like help me in figuring out all these things because diabetes is so complicated it's obviously it's not easy no day is the same my family like completely understands that because they were learning it with me and they were helping me with everything they were helping me take insulin figure figure all that out with my doctors they were just very involved in my diabetes and I'm very very grateful for that but the big big piece that was missing for me is understanding and navigating my feelings around diabetes and how to emotionally cope with the hardship and the responsibility of managing diabetes and having diabetes as a 10 year old because that's a huge responsibility to put on a 10 year old and I think that you know in the last five years that I've been able to figure out my feelings, process some of them, understand what I went through and how it affected me and how it affects me now in my adult life. 
and I've kind of come to realize that those big emotions that I've been processing and working through are mainly loneliness and abandonment because I felt like I was left on my own with a huge responsibility and I felt like I had no one to help me navigate my feelings and no one to ask me like hey how are you feeling about diabetes or how is this affecting your mental health because it's just something that we didn't really talk about and like I said I'm not blaming anyone for that that's just kind of how things manifested in my life and how I ended up feeling about it because it was hard for everyone and I think I've said this before but you know like when I was 10 years old therapy and mental health wasn't talked about nearly as much as it is now and I'm so grateful now to have those resources and to understand things like trauma better and childhood and all these things but I didn't have that when I was younger and I grew up in a small town and I didn't really know of anyone that went to therapy and it was kind of stigmatized I mean it still kind of is like just people thinking that if you need therapy there's something wrong with you when that's not really true at all it's just like everyone needs to understand or help process things or have someone to talk through things it's just so helpful and people know that now but they didn't when I was growing up and I didn't know that either and I didn't know how much it had affected me to just like not talk about my feelings around diabetes for nearly 10 years and how much of an impact that had on me because I was I was so young and like it it feels like the perspective that you form when you're at that young age and the things that you go through kind of set the stage for how you feel throughout your life unless you address them and I've talked about this before I've talked about my mental health journey and kind of how I ended up going to therapy around it and how hard it's been and how hard it still is for me to process these things I think that before I used to kind of think that like you know you take these steps to understand yourself better or quote-unquote heal yourself um from your pain your past pain all these things but it never is as it seems where it's like you have this problem you go to therapy you work through it you're fixed um because I used to kind of think that you know like oh well if you work through these things then it will be fixed and it will go away and then it will stop happening and what I've really come to realize is that these things never really go away and they're a big part of us and a big part of who we are and how we grew up and I have more appreciation for them because I think of my 10 year old self 11 year old self my my teenage self growing up with diabetes and working through all these issues and how I felt and stuff like that and it's like well these things have caused me a lot of pain and it's hard for me to think about my younger self having diabetes and feeling so alone and having to navigate it on my own but at the same time like that's that 12 year old whatever age she is is always a part of me and has a huge impact on me and even if it may seem like it's a lot and it's painful and it's heavy and I wish it would just go away and get rid of it um I've learned to make peace with those parts of me and how I feel because it isn't going away 
I think that in some ways it fades and we can learn better processes to work through those feelings, but they don't go away. And I think that is true for everything that we feel, honestly, and everything that we go through, like all all the emotions, anger, sadness, resentment, fear, all those things, you know, we can go to therapy every single day. We can talk through these things, but they're, they're not going away because we're human and we feel things. We're beings who feel things and I don't know, maybe that's the whole point of being here is to feel everything and we, we kind of categorize these feelings as good and bad, like happiness is good and anger is bad or whatever it is because obviously some emotions feel better than other emotions do but I like I said before I've been learning to just like make peace with all emotions and when I'm feeling them I try not to run away from them and just like wish them away I just like let it pass through me and like Sometimes I feel super sad about diabetes and sometimes I just like cry about it because I feel sad that I have to deal with it for the rest of my life and or whatever, angry. I feel resentful that I have to deal with it and no one else does. I feel lonely and all these things come up and it's like I'm a human. Of course, I'm going to feel that way and like it's okay for me to feel that way. I don't have to feel like, oh, diabetes is the best thing in the world. I don't think anyone thinks that. It's just that, like, we we go through these waves of, like, sometimes this is really hard and sometimes I it feels really heavy and it's, like, that's just the way it is right now, but that's not the way that it's going to be forever and that's part of being a human. That's part of having diabetes. Of course I will feel that, that way and, like, I really just try to, like, validate myself and say, like, it's okay that I feel that way. It makes sense that I feel this way and I don't need to, like, fix myself this is just part of having diabetes, which sucks because when we go through those things, like everyone knows, everyone knows those feelings. If you have diabetes, like you know that it just absolutely sucks sometimes and sometimes it's fine. And I think, you know, sometimes we have like these days where it feels okay and it doesn't feel so hard and it's just like, you know, diabetes is just a part of my life and things are going relatively well and I can deal with it and then sometimes it feels absolutely horrible and that is just life and if we can learn to accept that and feel even a little bit better when it is those hard times and just like give ourselves more grace and be better at working through those feelings then I think overall life doesn't seem so scary Like, if I can make it through today and I can work through these really hard feelings and this heaviness around diabetes, then I think I can do it the rest of my life. And that's a weird thing for me to say because I've always had a fear around living with this for my whole life. That's, like, a big feeling of mine as well is just fear of the future and fear of what it will look like to live with diabetes forever and also a bit of sadness and grief too that I always have to deal with this it's weird because I think that having diabetes and being diagnosed with diabetes at a young age um kind of 
made me see the future as very short um I can't remember where I saw this but it was a post on Instagram or something like that talking about foreshortened future and people who go through traumatic things in their childhood or whatever it may be um have a hard time like picturing themselves way in the future because we see the present as something that's like unsafe and unstable so it's hard to like picture yourself making it through the rest of your life if that makes sense and I think that kind of is what happened to me like I never really pictured myself beyond my 20s like I like I've only recently ever like pictured myself um like just later into life it's been like a weird thing for me because I've never thought about it and like having a family for example like I always pictured myself getting married but I have always I've I've never really wanted kids and I don't know it's something that I still think about like I'm not really sure if I do or not but I my friend like some of my close friends are having kids and stuff like that and like it makes me kind of like think about those things and I'm like hmm, like maybe I do want to have a baby when I'm in my 30s or something I don't know like it, it's still obviously unsure but like since thinking about that like I've just been thinking about my friends having kids and like them watching their kids grow up and be teenagers and then go into their 20s and all these things and it's like crazy to me because then I've been envisioning myself like getting older and like being in my 40s and 50s and like maybe I'll have kids and maybe I'll watch them grow up and all these things and it's just it's been different for me like I have never really pictured that for myself um so I don't know it's like it's kind of cool to like feel safer in my body and like allow myself to think more into the future and just like let go of that fear more and just say like you know like I don't know what's gonna happen in my life I don't know how diabetes will affect me when I'm older I don't know if I'll have complications or what will happen but there's nothing I can do about that and I can still allow myself to like picture myself getting older and picture myself having a great healthy fun life despite this huge thing that like could affect me because I can't control that (laughs) and there's nothing I can do about it I I can do my best now I can take care of myself but I don't know what's going to happen in the future that's kind of what's been crazy about 15 years with diabetes because I'm like wow like 15 years that's insane like I'm 25 I was diagnosed when I was 10 and like I said it's it's been really hard it's been really difficult I think anyone can would say that about having diversity it's been really really hard and it's crazy like 15 years a decade and a half of living with this is honestly an insane amount of time and it's obviously gone by very very fast but I made it this far and why wouldn't I be able to make it another 15 20 25 years with this like if I survived my childhood like the hardest part for me of dealing with it and even like my my um college years my if I made it through all of that and I've processed as much and done all this work 
why would I not be able to make it further? Despite how hard it's been living with diabetes and having diabetes, um, I do have to like recognize how much I've learned because of it and things that I don't think I ever would have come to realize and I definitely would not have seen life this way or seen myself this way if I didn't have it. So of course, like in some ways I have to be grateful for diabetes and all of the good things that it's given me. Like I have some really amazing friends that I've met through having diabetes that I'm so, so grateful for. Um, one of my like best friends that I studied abroad with, like we did all these amazing things together. She has diabetes too. And we like really connect and bond over that. And that's so amazing that I have that because of this thing that has affected my life so much. And, you know, I've learned lessons in my life that I don't think I ever really would have learned this same way or learned to this intensity without it. And, you know, I've talked about a lot about these things in previous episodes. I will continue to talk a lot about them, but, you know, like things like giving up control and coming to an understanding of what I have control over and what I don't have control over and what I can do in my life and what is beyond me and finding acceptance for all things even the things that feel really bad and feel really uncomfortable. I've worked through a lot of fears. I've worked through a lot of emotions. I've learned to understand my emotions and to listen to my body. Um, Another big thing is that I have, I've learned to find what works best for me and cut out all the noise. I, I do what I want and I do what feels good for me with my diabetes when that comes to my diet when that comes to exercise when that comes to how much I pay attention to my blood sugar and what is okay for me and what's not okay for me I don't put as much pressure on myself to be absolutely perfect at this like I said I I try to understand what I'm in control of and what I'm not in control of I give myself more grace when my blood sugar is high I allow myself to eat cake, I exercise to feel good and not just to make my blood sugar good, all these things that I've learned and it always makes me come back to myself, like these things that have been so hard for me, it always makes me come back to myself and say like, what will feel good for me, like how can I give myself the most amount of love through this problem and I'm really grateful for that and I'm really grateful for the diabetes community and to be on this podcast and just talking about my feelings. I think that it's a hard thing for everyone to understand how this feels. We have a lot of information out there on how to control blood sugar and what the perfect diet is and how to eat these carbs for this effect and all these things in managing blood sugar and managing diabetes. Um, But what's not talked about enough is mental health and how do we manage our feelings around diabetes. And I don't know how to do it perfectly and I don't know what I'm doing all the time. I feel very confused as well, but to be able to have this podcast as an outlet and to hopefully help people understand or even just relate to this is, I forget how important that is to me and you know I've said that I've had a hard time with the consistency of this podcast but I want to be more consistent with it and I want to 
at least be doing one episode a month, hopefully two episodes a month, and just really set a day to just talk about my feelings. doesn't have to be a specific top topic, but I love just coming on here, talking about things, working through things, talking to other people. Yeah, I, I want to do this for me at the very least. And, you know, if this helps you and you like listening to this or there's something that you want to hear or you have any sort of feedback like seriously I would love to hear it um a lot of people have reached out in the past and like it it really helps me to keep going with this because it helps me remember that like other people want to listen to this and this is helpful so um if you ever want to reach out on instagram I'm at thriveabetic if you want to email me I'm thriveabetic at gmail.com. Um, always feel free to reach out. I would love to talk and I would love to hear your thoughts. This is all I have for today's topic on all my thoughts and feelings on 15 years of diabetes. I know it was a little bit all over the place, but kind of just needed to get on here and just talk about everything and just ramble through everything that I've been feeling. So, if you're still here, thank you so, so, so much for listening. Like I said, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, at Thriveabetic. You can email me, thriveabetic at gmail.com. And if you would be so kind to leave me a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I would be super, 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 super grateful for that. Um, I hope you have a great week, and I will be back soon.